Okay, so today's up is Dalt Tet Zayn. And we were looking, what we finished the show yesterday discussing is Achin Shechalku, where the ownership of a field changes in the, in the process of cutting the field, right? Where they decide, Nishtatu, Pachaz, Pachaz, Nishtatu. And the, we explained it like Reb Chaim, and today's stuff will continue explaining it like Reb Chaim. Um, yesterday, since literally the Rambam has a very different take on this, but um, today, everyone seems to explain it very differently. And it took me a while to understand Reb Chaim, but I think it's quite clear that there are figures that change as he goes through. So let's have a look. I'm uh, having done a share screen yet, have I? Uh, there we go. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. So Amr Bishuabin Amr Rabbi, sorry, one hold up stop. Amr Yochanan. Amr Yochan. Now the word we have here in front of you is katsar. But from the Perush of Rechaim, I'm pretty sure he changes this Katsar to Kana and a further one as well to Kana, which means as follows. Rabbi Yochanan says, Kana Chatzisadeh. So you have a look at a picture. Someone buys a half a field. So he only owns this half of the field. And what happened? The Katsar Chetzi Chetzia. And then got harvesting half of it. So he harvested that half of that field. Then what did he do? Well, he didn't get a chance to harvest the rest of it until what? Ad, again, we're switching the word to Katsar to Kana. Until he purchased the whole field. Okay. Now, what it says here, it says Mafrish Minha, it says Rishon, but he uses a change of the grad just for this word, Harashim ala emtsaim, umina emtsaim ala harashim, the enu mafrish mana rishon ala rishon. Now, Rashim means the end, so the first or the last. So, what are, what are the Rashim and the emtsaim? So, if you look at this diagram, the first thing he cut is this one. That's one rosh, one end. The last thing potentially that it came into the picture is this one, the second half he purchased. The emtsaim are the second half that remained that he hadn't yet cut from the first half he acquired. Okay, so in the chronology, that would be one rush, that would be the emtsa, and that would be the other rush. What it's trying, what the, what the Gemara is telling us here is that this half, the first half is really considered one field. So therefore, it's when it says you can meaning I can mafrish. Let's say you cut the whole field and you have to take it from the Omarim. Fine. I can leave Pia from this on that or for that, meaning the, the first quarter on the remaining half of that. So the Aleph, so Rish on the Aleph, or the Aleph on the Rish. But also because this remained, this part here, now I'm looking at the orange picture as opposed to the, um, the blue one in the beginning. The orange one, since that half remained when I purchased the other half of the entire field, this is also can be considered one chelek. So another, this can be considered one unit, meaning the blue section can be considered one unit, and also this orange section now can also be considered one unit, because this the remained blue, when I purchased the, 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 the blue. The blue picture was the one unit to begin with. Correct. It was one unit to begin with. That's all I owned in the beginning when I half said half right. of the half. Right. And then at the end, when I bought this, the orange one, that's because that second half was purchased. We had something remaining. So that's why, why does it go then? Part. Why does it go then with the with the with the top aleph with the emtsaim, uh, the, the orange one? That the, that top aleph belonged to the to the top right resh. All right. So what the what what the chiddush the gemara is, is saying? Because is, I didn't harvest it. Because I didn't harvest it and now I've extended my length of the field, that can also be considered, the Aleph can be considered like by connected to the second Rish. So in other words, just explain when it's Rashi and Emtsa and Emtsa and Rashi, meaning I can leave Peah 
from this on that and from that on this, the two, two sides of the blue, because they're considered one field, I can also leave from these two parts, I'll lift in the ratio in the orange one. So from this on this and this and this, because they're one field. However, what I can't do, the inu mafrish min harishon alarishon, meaning alarashim alarashim, meaning these two ratios, they were never once considered one field at, ever, at any point. Because this, because that first quarter was harvested before I purchased the, these other, if you like, half of the field, it never, if you like, had standing wheat at the same time. So that's why, again, these two can be considered one field. These two be considered one field. But we can't consider these two chalakim as being one field. I can't, I can't leave pair from this and this and on, or this on that. Okay, so now, now please, now please, I mean, I mean it's a stupid question, but if it's katsar or kana. Oh, because it's completely different perushim in the whole, whole Mishnah. If it's katsar, I mean, if you own the entire field, what difference does it make? And then that's why you have all these other different perushim that come apart. Either we're talking about uh, there was a transition in, it's like the grass seems to continue that it's talking about that there was a change in the partnership, like it's a follow on from yesterday's Gemara. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the Marafulda, I think there's a line that it's, he, he was uh, I'm not even sure how it works because I think one understanding is if you leave, if you, since you left that quarter, you would come and leave payer from there. That's another way of understanding it. There's lots, again, there are lots of different ways, but it's, uh, it's um, again, with Spain, it makes our life a lot easier. Um, but even, even, even the, the Bureau of Grat changes the Gersa quite a bit along here. So I, I'm quite, I think it's quite clear from the parish, we can read Rechaim inside, that he changes those two words from Katar to Kana, meaning he owned a half of that field and ended up owning the whole lot. We can see it inside. He said, Rishon kari lichetzi chetzi ashe katar b'tchila, or lichetzi aron shekana lebasof. He says Kana, clearly in his parish. That other art, Rashi, in the other side, is the second half that you purchased at the end. Okay? Ve'emtsaim kari chetzi ashe nishami ma shekana b'tchila. And that, that emtsaim is the half that remained from the half you purchased in the beginning, it says Kavim Furosh, that's, that's Kana. Again, what, what led me a bit astray when I was trying to understand is Yuzhu Rab Chaim seems to align himself with one of the Perushim that we have in front of us. So I'm not sure, I, I didn't get a chance to check the, check the rush on the, um, on the Mishnah, it's another, another Perushim there, but I couldn't see, that what took me a while to actually work out what he was changing, because um, again, it seems to be different from Moshe, Marafulda, the Gra, the Rosh, they all say something different thing. And that's what we have, at least I have in front of me on the day. Okay, let's look at the next case. Now, the reason why this works nicely, is perish, is because it lines perfectly with the next case. It's like mamash one for one. If you look at my next diagram, it looks exactly the same. What do I mean? Let's have a look. Amrav Yeshua ben Levi. So effectively, we have the same idea again. Why? Rather than me owning half the field before I own the second half, here, this case is one of the one half has here bishlish, meaning it's already reached a third of its maturity now that it, that it, that it reached the heel of a payer, whereas the other half doesn't yet. Okay, now the beauty of that is it's effectively like now only the first half is when I do the beginning of Ksirah, I'm only Chayev, it's like it's, it's, it's almost like it's considered that's the only field I have. That first half that he bishlish, because it has, if it hasn't been a shlish, it's not Chayev and Peah yet. Okay, so um, where is it? Fine. So that's why he says, what happens is, let's read the case. Half of it, another half hasn't yet reached the heel of a pair yet, hasn't reached a, a shlish. What it means now is, 
you cut half of that first half that's hevishlish, but you didn't have enough time to cut the second half. That's what I'm saying, explains. Okay, so this, I mean, the pictures are identical to the previous case because it, in principle, they're the same. That's why I think, that's why, again, Reb Chaim's parish is very simple here because it's really the same case based on different, the only catch change is the first case, I hadn't purchased it, the other half, and here, the only change is I hadn't had the other half hasn't reached the slish. What does it say once again? Mafresh, what does it do? Mafresh minarishon ala emtseim vala emtseim ala rashim. Ve'en mafresh minarishon ala rishon. So the same time babadia. Once again, since, again, we'll use the blue and orange again. Since the first half of the field reached a shlish at the same time, therefore that first half, when I started cutting it, can be considered one unit. Similarly, after I cut that, 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 that quarter or out of the picture, the first rush, if you like, then the rest of it heavy shlish, and now I have three quarters of a field that is now heavy shlish, they can, can be considered once again, one unit. That's why the rashimala imtsayma and saimala rashim, so the two blue squares, for the ratio aleph can be considered one unit. I can leave pair for one on the other or vice versa. Similarly, the rashim aleph, the, the rashim al-sayim, meaning this orange two halves can also be considered one unit because again, they were already together bishlish at the same time. However, I can't mafrish mena rashim ala rashim. Why? Because when I first started cutting this, that hasn't heavy shlish yet. So they're considered, if you like, two different, they, the, the two of the two ratios are considered like two different fields. So that really aligns beautifully um, with, the, with, the previous, with the previous case of where the chiluk was kind of, but I've already said that a few times, so um, you get the point. Okay, let's look at the next case. Um, uh, next halakha, next mishnah. Hamocher kilche ilan. So kilche ilan usually young trees, usually like, like um, saplings. But here what it's talking about, it's already, um, it's already produced fruit, according to the, the Rosh Surilio here. And what has he done? The idea is I have, uh, I, have a, I have a field that has a lot of these young fruit trees. And the idea is I sell the trees to somebody. And what they do is they'll eventually take them out of the ground and plant them in their own fields. Okay. Rather than having to plant and take the risk of planting some more seeds. So uh, presumably it's been in your field past the issues of Orla and Karim Ravai. Uh, we'll discuss that in, in any case. But the question is, what happens is the mocher, when he, to the koiner, the person who acquired the trees, didn't acquire the land. So um, it says as follows. Mishnah says, Because he doesn't own the land underneath it, each one of those trees that the lokeach purchases is considered like an independent field. Okay? Because again, it's still in that other, it's, a moch, it's in the mocher's field. The lokeach bought a whole lot of trees with fruit on it. He doesn't have the land underneath it. The lokeach doesn't own the land underneath it to combine them. So they're considered separate, if you like, independent fields, these trees. He has to live per Now watch this case. Amr of Yehuda, Eimantai, when we say that, the, that the, the, coin, the, the person who acquired these trees has to live per That's when the balasad sold all the fields. So all the trees in the field, all these kilcheilam. Aval im shier. If the mocher kept some trees or even a tree for himself, then it's the balasada's responsibility to attend the peyalakol. Then he has to leave peya from that which he left behind for even the trees that were purchased by this other person. Okay? Now, we're going to have to understand the sphara behind that. And it's a beautiful theory. The, 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 the Gemara really probes it beautifully. But let's have a look. 
The first question we're going to ask as follows. We're now going to probe the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. He says, I'm going to find, in other words, when do we say the lokeach has to leave pear from each tree? That's when the mocha didn't leave anything for himself. But if the mocha left something for himself in the field, then he has to, he's responsible for leaving pear for everybody. Now we have a question. The question is as follows. This is a question, that, the reason why it's zigzagging like this is because we will bring the same source to answer both questions. So we sort of zigzag like this first and we'll come back down and zigzag the other way. Okay, that's the way I've done the chart. Okay, so let's have a look. The first question the Gemara is Adkun Liktsor. I can understand if the Mocher had already started harvesting from his field, started picking some of the fruit. Because again, once you cut some of the, the, the wheat, once the Ktsira begins, ah, now I have a Chi of Peah. So I understand why Rabbi Yehuda says if I left something, the Chi of Peah is already on my field. But would it also be if he hasn't started yet? Would he also, do we also say the Lokeach doesn't have to worry about anything for these trees he purchased, even if the Mocher hasn't yet started cutting anything? That's question number one. So Nishmini Mahad, I'll bring you another proof. We have another thing by Rashita Gez. Rashita Gez is if you, if you, if you shear a, a, a significant amount of wool from your sheep, and we'll, uh, we'll learn about that in due course as well, um, then you have to give some of it to the, um, to the coin, one of the Matan coin. Okay? So it says, someone purchases the wool from his friend. In other words, he goes to, he's a, he's a trader, I don't know, whatever, he goes to his friend, he says, I see you've got a great flock of sheep, I'd like to buy all the wool. So he says, if the mocher, in other words, if some of the wool was left over the mocher, I mean, he bought, he said, I want to buy 90% of it, the guy said. Then, 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 then the mocher would have to worry about the matana of the shitagez. If not, if the lokeach bought all the wool from all the sheep, then he would lokeach would be chayav. Okay? So Rabbi Yirmiya says, the name Rabbi Yochanan, who is this? Who's mechalek between whether someone leaves something for themselves? That's Shita Rabbi Yehudi. Ah, the Gemara says, really, taman ben ben In other words, what are we saying for the? We had a suffix in our case. Our suffix was, does Rabbi Yehuda say that that, he, that the responsibility remains with the mocher if he retains some of the trees, if only if he began, or even if he didn't begin. So we see a parallel sugya by Rashita Gez. Now with Rashita Gez, it does not like that. Rashita Gez is not exactly like Peah. Peah is as soon as you start cutting, the chiyuv begins for Peah. Rashita Gez isn't like that. Rashita Gez, the chiyuv is, once you have a significant amount of wool, then you're chayib to leave it. So in other words, you can't say this same svara of, in other words, it doesn't make a difference if you've started shearing or haven't started shearing in the case of Rashitagez, because again, it doesn't matter whether you start or not, it's only once you've got a significant amount. So to here, in our case, in Peah, so, um, so to here in our case, it wouldn't matter then if you've started cutting it or not, started cutting the, the produce for Peah. Okay, so Librits are inside. Shnini taman ben shit exhaust ben exhaust. So the kotsu too, hach as well. So we've basically potted the first one that in our case, Rabbi Huda say, even if, even if the, the balasada hasn't yet started cutting any of the fruit, then he would still be high to live here. Now, what, what, now watch, watch this next question. Such a beautiful question now. Now we say, Rabbi Huda. Why, what, what's, what's this far about Rabbi Huda? Is it mishum dechuvat ketsir b'chama? What does this mean? 
Why does Rabbi Yehuda say the responsibility rests with the mocher if he leaves some trees? Is it because it's a din in payah? Meaning, let's say, like, you're a day issue type of thing. It's a din in payah that what? That if, um, that as soon as you start cutting, the chiyuv if payah is on all the trees. And therefore, when he sells a few, no, the chiyuv is still resting on the kama, and therefore the, the mocher has to, to, is, is responsible for, for, for leaving payah. In other words, we don't view all the trees that are sold, if you like, as uh, fields with ne'atmol, because as soon as he starts, when he cuts, it is now it's a chiyuv on his, uh, it's, it's like a chiyuv on the kama, meaning from that which remains. Or is it not that? Or is it not? Or is it a dina mekach Meaning when he sold the field and left stuff for himself, it's almost like saying, I will now, I am I'm take on the financial obligation of leaving payout for you. Okay? So it's, it's, it's a beautiful question. Is this a din in payer or is it din in, in, in part of the business transaction? We'll see what the nafgaminer is soon. The Gemara, so, so, so first we say, nishmin mechada. Let's go back to this case of Gez, uh, of Rishita Gez. Gez, son, chavero, sorry, chavero, im shira mocher, hamocher, chayv im lav halokia, chayv, same case. The Amar Revirmi, what does Revirmi say? Revirmi says, Beshem Rebbe Yochanan, um, that's Rebbe Yishita Rebbe Yehuda. Now he says, You can't say by Rishita Gez the Chobot HaKetzir Bakama. Because we don't say as soon as you start cutting a little bit of a wool from the sheep, then the Rishita Gez is, is sort of resting on the last sheep. That's why it doesn't apply. So by Rishita Gez, it must be that it's a Dina Mecha Chomemka. So therefore, so Lo Mishum must be Lo Mishum That what he did is, is in part of the, the, the part of what he, um, did in the sale says i'm selling you everything except for your heel you have to leave and therefore that will be left in my uh, and i'll be responsible for ensuring that's left behind so because as well so too so to in our case it's not that we're saying the din in payer rather meaning he says to that effectively when he leaves one tree behind he's saying to this other person look i'm selling you all the trees which will be sitting in these trees and part of the payer that i'm going to be leaving behind that's a financial agreement, not a din in payer. Because but why would that be the financial was... agreement? Sorry. Why would that be the financial agreement? In general, no, it could be that, in other words, I mean, that that um. So that's what you're saying. The stunned understanding when a person comes to buy trees that have all this fruit in it and the mocha leaves up behind, it's almost implicit in part of the deal that I'm selling you ready-to-eat trees. You can have all of them, and I'll be. And, and the payer field, if you like, I'll be retaining as my um, as 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 I'll I'll ensure that that's not part of what you're taking, and I'll take look after it. It's almost it's like an against that agreement. Sorry, it's counterintuitive. No, it's like mom. Sometimes some of they give a price, the mom's included because I want to know what I'm paying. I don't want to know what you have to take out. That's that's the seller's problem. You know, sometimes that's how it's, sometimes that's how it's quoted, so that the buyer doesn't have to think what he's going to lose after he pays. He wants to know what he's getting. Right. Well put. Oh. Okay. Okay. So now, what's a nafkamina? Now, this is where it gets really cool. So, what's a nafkamina? Let's look. What's the difference it means if it's chovat sakir b'chama or it's a mocha if it if it's a financial thing? So let's, let's have a look. It says my nafkabenehun. What happens if the 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 lokeach leaves payah? Right. First, avar halokeach befresh. If you say that what it's a chovat katsir b'chama. If you say, then what? In other words, the payah that the, the lokeach left has a din payah, and that's, that's the end of the story. 
Why? Because we know that what someone could do with a normal field, one is allowed to leave pair as he progressively goes along. He doesn't have to leave pair at the end. So therefore, if we say to Chovak Bekama, and the guy and, and the Lokach himself decides to leave for his separately, then what is left is left. And that's the end of the story. However, if you say that what? That in Tema Kumocher Lochutz Michovato, Hevrish Venotel Nimenodamin. If, however, you say that, the, that, um, that it was a financial understanding, then what happens now if the Lokach that can say, then I've now left Peya, which was your financial obligation, so therefore I can collect money for the fact I've basically done what you were required to do. Okay? So in other words, if you say, in other words, says, look, I'll, I'll separate it. In other words, if it's a Chobat Ketzir if it's didn't pay out, then what is left is left, game over, right? However, if it was a financial thing and the Lokach says, Lokach leaves, leaves a bit of payer, and that it was a financial responsibility because it wasn't part of the deal initially. Part of the deal initially is I'm selling everything except for payer. And, the, and what he did, the Lokach now left a bit of payer. He can now say, well, actually, um, I, I need to be financially you know, uh, compensated for the fact that I didn't get everything that I wanted to get and the pay you meant to leave, I left, I left. Okay, is that clear? I hope I said it clearly. Okay. Now read Rav Chaim to make it say, You can live in the middle of this And he can't claim and say, I want to be compensated. However, if it's if it's a financial thing, then the came the Medina Mecca Khomenka pair a la mocher. It was a mocher's responsibility. Therefore, he can ask for compensation. What's Nafkimina number two? Nafkimina number two is what happens in Ifsraf Khelkoshala Mokher. So that's Nafkimina number two. In other words, what happened initially? Um, it was meant to be, again, what's meant to happen? The Lokar took everything away. And the Mokher left stuff for himself, and he was meant to what? He was meant to leave pair for the whole field. Or the whole field, all the trees, I should say. In the same field. You understand what I mean? And then, then it, it, it went up in flames. So if we say it's a chobakamakama, then nisraf, nisraf. What does it mean, nisraf, nisraf? There are two ways to understand it. One understanding is that the Rabbi Chaim says, notena lokeach mishelo, vena mocher porel lo damin. If it's in impaya, ah, sorry, the mocher wasn't able to satisfy the requirement for you, but you have to do it yourself. However, the rest of really gives another explanation which I think is fantastic. Because we said what? We said that if a field is fin, you, if you don't cut to the end of the field, you don't have to leave nikama, nachon. You don't have to leave from which you've already harvested. So therefore, if the end, if you say all the all the chil pair was at the end and it went up in flames, it's like katrulistim or like or, or somebody else finished the field for you, and then you wouldn't have to leave pair bichlal. You don't have to worry about it. In other words, according to Rashi, the, 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 if we say Nisraf, if we say, uh, well, the, the, the big enough can be Reb Chaim and Reb Rasrilla, whether you're Chaim to, um, if the, whether the Lokach would have to leave pair at all. However, if we say that it's a Mekach Memkach thing, Nisraf no tell me dummy. What does this mean? If, the, if, if we say to Dina Mekach Memkar, that means Lokach still has to leave pair. So yes, he will, he will leave pair from his trees, but he can ask the mocher to pay him because you were meant to leave it. You were financially obligated to leave it. You couldn't leave it for me because, you know, it went up in flames. So I have to leave it, but you have to pay me now for the payout that I have to leave because that was something you were meant to do. Okay. I think it's a, a really excellent slogan. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's now learn the next mission. 
enough chance for the moment. Um, let's go. Uh, now the question is, how big does a field? What's considered a sada? How big does a field has to be to the, that you'd be high to live payout? Okay, so the karaka bait rova chayva payout was. The Gemara is going to explain each of these bit different opinions. But first understanding has to be bait rova. Um, so that is an area that's ten by about ten and a half amma. Rabbi Yeshua says it has to be. It's not just the size; it has to be. It depends on the yield of the field of the area. Meaning, if it can produce sa'atayim to sa'at in volume. Um, Rabbi Tafan says, no, it can even be small as an area of shisha shisha tvachim, six by six tvachim, very small area. Rabbi Yoshua ben Batero Mer, that would be enough. Meaning as long as you could cut and then cut again, so let's say let's say it's two handfuls, well, the Gemara is going to assess what that is, then it's left to live payah. In other words, you have to make him ktsira, and as long as there's enough left for payah to be considered a ktsira, that would be sufficient. It can be a small little garden and it would be required to leave payout. It's a small, tiny little area. So the Gemara now says, what are different opinions? What is the basis of all these opinions? So my time, the Rebeleazer. Now, Rebeleazer says you have to be a bait robber. It says, Neymar kan sadcha. In terms of, that was a passage. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of cut away the corner of the field, like clean the field away. And by kilaim, it also says that lashon of sadcha. Okay? Sadcha lotizra kilaim. Says mas sancha shenem alahalam beit rova af kan beit rova, because a field by the din by peya, sorry, bin by kilaims. We'll learn later on. In other words, if you've got two different fields of different grains, you have to leave a space between them of a beit rova. Otherwise, it's considered a mix. So that's otherwise it would be considered if you like one field. So you need a break of a beit rova. So we see from that a beit rova has a din of a field. So therefore, it says ah, just as you see by kilaim, a beit rova is the end of the field. So too. Here in our case, uh, but, yeah. okay. okay. Um, then um, next case. Um, so my time at the Yeshua. Now Rabbi Yeshua says it's what it produces. So what is this talking about? Now, now the, the din of um, the din of shichacha, as we've discussed a few times already, is if you forget a bundle or two in the field. If, however, this bundle is enormous, it's in the size of, of satayim, it's enormous, then that's no longer considered shachta omer besadeh. Uh, I think when I learned in Mishnah, it's like you've left the Gdish, or the way the Reb Chaim explains it, it's shachta omer besadeh, but not sadeh besadeh. Meaning, it's if you leave a bundle in the field, but not if you forget like a whole field's worth. Ah, we see from there what? That a field is beit satayim, so therefore he also understands peah here is also a field that can produce a beit satayim. Um, fine. Next case. Um, so Stein here is Satayim, which is the same as in Stein, Steisel. So my time at the Rabbi Tarfa. Why is that six by six? Because says Shisha, Shisha, Shisha is considered Baruga. Because we learned by vegetables, we'll learn later on that it's a, one of the Halfa Moshina, Moshe Messina, you can, you can plant five different grains within a Aruga that's six by six. And it talks about how you do that so it doesn't look like Kilain. But the idea is that if it's six by six, it's, it's already Chashu, it's significant. If you try to plant the five by five in an area that's smaller than that, if I consider chashav anymore, look, it'd be kilayim. So he learns from the laws of kilayim there by Anaroga that what that six by six considered a ezor that's chashuv. So therefore, he understands by pair as well. Okay, again, um, fine. So Rabbi Yeshua ben Metera, he says not enough to cut twice. Balachik the Mishnah says I neglected to mention that. So mak tzira kederach hakotrim or afilakoshuv. So what does ktsira mean? Does it mean like the kotsrim do, they get a full handful and cut? 
Or literally, like anyone, as long as I, as long as I can cap twice, even if it's a kosher. So what does he mean? So therefore, in other words, what's the language of Tzirah in the Torah? So it says, that which it says in Tehillim, when it talks about what a, what a Kodesh Baruch should do to the Son Sion, it says, do not feel the hand of the Kotzer of the harvester, the chitzno me'amer, and the armful of the person who's me'amer, who's bundling together. Ah, you see here that what? Had amra Kotzerah, and we see Kotzer is malek You see the Kotzerah that, that mentioned in the Torah, even though we bring a proof from, from Tehillim, is Kederach Kotzerim. It's a way of Kotzerim, the way that, that they do it. So therefore, the Shira Rebbe Yeshua would be enough to get, if you like, two handfuls of wheat and cut them. That would be the minimum size, if you like, of an area that would be Chayef here. Chayef. So, all right. The, the one thing I wanted to ask still, why is it by the sheep that you have to wait till you have a quantity of wool? Why can't you then compare it to the Shlohi via Shlish, what we learned on top? It's just not ripe to be to be shaven yet. They, they just have to just have this, this, this like like people grow a beard, they, they, they start with this little little uh, whatever you call that. Okay, so I think, I think I think the difference is hair is a field but come up. But the field itself has to has to reach a shlish to be a barhach. Right, the, the meaning to to be chayiv and piyad bichlal, right? That's that's the difference between But once it's a field of okay. shlish and you start cutting it, and, meaning and if, and I sh- cut through, if I cut through a whole field shlish, I think one thing we said before, you can be chayiv It's not considered ktsira. But if you shave if you shave a sheep and you don't get any wool off, you're also not chayiv. Correct, but it's a completely different din. Meaning that that's that's that that that's the that, that I think that's the chilek you tried to try to suggest. Meaning by payah. The chiyuv is bakama, meaning if I have a field, as soon as I start <coughs> cutting it, already from the moment I cut one little stalk, if it's a barahachi field, meaning it's, it's a field that's a revishlish, the chiyuv is already on the whole field, I have to leave pair. But by wool, it's not as, as soon as I start cutting, it's irrelevant to start cutting, it's only if I have amassed enough amount of wool, that's when the chiyuv begins. Unlike payah, from the first instant I take the, take the sickle or sack to the, to the wheat, if it's a field that's, you know, raulakach, the chiyuv is already at that point. I, I understand. I understand that. Sorry, sorry, but 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 that, that means if I would mean bad towards the base Hamikdash, towards the Kahanim, if I would shave my uh, sheep every single week, they won't grow any wool, and I would not be. Uh, we'll get to that. To we'll get to that. We'll, okay, we'll get to that when we get to Rishit Agez itself. We will learn in more detail in terms of wet housing stuff, how people get out of it. We'll. Uh, there's all the ways to get out. There's also ways to get out of other Kormanot. There's ways to get out of Trumas and Master. Right. Um, we'll, Through the we'll, roof. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see those cases in due course. Okay. Right.